right, all right. What's up? Thank you for joining us. I'm here with my friend, Petey. I'm going to do much better this time at looking into the camera. How you doing, Petey? I'm doing good, bro. How you doing? Good. So if you're just tuning in um, or if you've been with us on the last few minutes, what you just heard was an original song um, by my friend, Petey. And uh, Petey, you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, uh, singer, songwriter, uh, Tampa Bay area, um, just want to connect with people. Um, I'm one of the biggest goofballs you'll ever meet. Um, I have a tendency of just cracking jokes just to make people smile. So I'm just somebody who just loves to connect with people, um, bring them to Jesus. Um, and I'm a music lover. That's pretty much it. That's all you need to know. That's dope. That's dope. So that song, um, Take It All that we just heard, like, where did, where did you come up with that idea? Where did the inspiration come from? So, you know, it's funny. Uh, when I first had the idea, I didn't, I honestly didn't know what it was for until uh, 2020 hit, honestly. I wrote it before 2020, but it it didn't it didn't click until mm. uh, 2020 hit. Um, you know, one, one thing that we, I saw, that I saw, um, especially like in the church, um uh when we when we went virtual uh we kind of got lazy uh yeah definitely I, I mean that's how i see it so when i'm when I, the first verse it, it's talking about just going through the motions and and it and you've called us to be more than just this and that's what i'm saying to god um called us to surrender everything so it was more it was more about uh stepping out in faith um to do more for God and then understanding that since he's the one who's called us, he's gonna be with us. So that's, we know that that call isn't easy, but because he's the one who called us and he's with us, that we know that we will be successful uh, to do more for him and stop blaming him for the situation that we're in. So that's um, definitely more than uh, more than now, more than, more than when I wrote it, um, when 2020 hit, um, that's when God made that song very clear for me. I, I wrote it not knowing what it was going to be for, who the message was for, but when 2020 showed up, it definitely smacked me in the face. Yeah, you keep, um one of the things you keep saying is you keep mentioning 2020. Um, and I know for many of us, including myself, that 2020 was definitely a hard year. Um, can you just kind of share, like, what was hard um, about that year for you specifically? So I think for me, I since I'm someone who connects with people mm -hmm. um, and, and, and love just being with community, um, to, to see that get pulled away um, was something that for me, it was, was it, it was a new experience and it was one, one experience I never want to experience again. Um, it's 2022. Like, I know it's 2022. Like everything is virtual now, and it's it's so different. Like like just doing this, uh, like on screen and stuff. Like we've been doing it for a little while now, but like it's still it's not the same. Um, and for me, like around that time, you know, I, I'm working with at risk youth, um, and and now COVID happens, and I can't be near the kids that I'm supposed to be helping. And, and that was really difficult for me. Um, you know, 
for those of you who don't know, I work with at-risk youth and um, they, you know, these youth have been in different programs um, and residential programs, different like programs to rehabilitate them back into society. And after they get out of those programs, they meet with us and we, we're assisting them with, with education, um, vocation, you know, helping them get jobs and stuff. And now we went from seeing them all face to face and keeping them accountable because the last thing we want them to do is reoffend. And now we're doing everything virtual. And when we went virtual, that that accountability um, was damaged. So it was it was really difficult. Not to mention when all that took place, there was all the riots and all those uh, all the other protests and all that stuff. And it's like, and we couldn't be near them. So like I felt powerless, uh, you know, to to work. Um, to my full ability so yeah that that was really rough really really rough yeah it's tough and i'm i'm sure it definitely made the job harder um in that season like how did you keep your faith strong like through all that adversity uh not gonna lie bro there were times where i i (laughs) wanted to throw in a towel for sure um you know because not only like with just dealing with the youth, um, but then you 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 get to really know uh, your brothers and sisters um, of the faith that's around you, um, and you know we've seen a lot of true colors uh, yeah. for some people. So and that that was actually very surprising. It was very eye opening, um, and it was a learning experience there. But um, as far as just keeping the faith. Um, Like one thing that God made very sure is that we didn't have like an excuse when it comes to getting into his word and talking yeah. to him, you know? And I That's think right there. like, like there was no excuses. Like everyone was quarantined. Oh, I don't know what to do. I have nothing to do. Oh, it's time to sit down and talk to God. Um, you know, uh, I read something from C.S. Lewis once, and he said that uh, pain is a megaphone um, to to um, allow a deaf world um, to make a deaf world listen. I think I'm totally quoting that wrong, but but essentially what it was is is that Corona came and and God was saying, "Hey, I'm here. Mm. I'm not. We're not. I'm not saying like like God like dropped Corona on us." But I will say that in um, I, I, I will say that he allows things to happen um, for his purpose um, and and at the end he gets the glory for it. So he was definitely using Corona as an arrow to, to point straight to him um, because yeah. a, a lot of people have a tendency of trying to find their own solutions to, to situations, to problems and for a lot of people, Corona, there was no solution but mm-hmm. to turn to that. So, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so as far as staying grounded, it was just getting in the word, um, trusting in him, um, uh, keeping the faith there, even though I'm not around people um, and, and I wasn't able to go to churches or go to church buildings, I still had direct access to God. 
you know, um, I can look at the scriptures and read the word for myself. Um, so yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. One of the things that you, um, I saw you post today is that you're doing the Daniel fast. Yes. And you want to know if uh, Chick-fil-A sauce is Daniel fast approved. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's pre-blessed, right? It's uh, already prayed for. <laughs> um no i am not using chick-fil-a sauce unfortunately it's coming out um, of blood bro it's coming <laughs> <laughs> but um i will say that's a challenge in itself man uh, i've never done the demo facts before until this year um but it's it's not easy <laughs> it is yeah, not easy sure. you're talking but about did you start at the beginning of the year? I started on Sunday. You started on Sunday. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've done it. I've done it before, bro, and it's definitely hard um, physically, uh, physically, um, and then you know just like the emotional uh, piece that comes in it. Because like, man, bro, I get hangry. Yeah. Yo, yo when I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, bro. My thing is uh. Sometimes it's so easy to neglect the spiritual aspect of it and just focus simply on the food. Yeah. You know, um, and like, um, I would just say for anybody that's listening, that's fasting or uh, desiring to fast or feeling led to fast that um, just don't make um, the fast about simply what you're abstaining from or what you're restraining mm -hmm. from but make the fast about um, being intimate and growing um, in intimacy and knowledge um, with the Lord. Because if you're not growing closer to God in that time and in that season, then, um, you know, what's the point, you know? Right. And there's so many things, bro. And I, I think that um, we can probably go deeper here. Um, like, I know, like, you're, like, one of the one of the people that, like, when we get talking, like, you start to pull things out of me. <laughs> like, you get me hyped, bro. You get me hyped, for sure, for sure. Um, And uh, one of the things that I, I, I really appreciate about you is that you kind of, like, um, you seek to uh, glorify Jesus in everything you do. Um, how do you keep, how do you keep, in your life, how do you keep the main thing uh, the main thing, you know, in your music, in your work, like, how do you do that um, for yourself? Man, um, that's a loaded question, man. Like, you can answer that in so many different ways. Um, I would say the, the very first thing is, is recognizing that um, where I would not be standing where I am right now if God wasn't the one orchestrating it. You know, um, like he's he's given me a new life. He's given me, uh, and he saved me from so many things that I I I can't help but talk about it. You know, mm. um, I I think when I think when you when you start to look at what God has done for you and you look at it as an opportunity to share that with someone else instead of as a chore that you have to share it with someone else. Um, you, you, it's different. It's different for you. So like, man, how can I, it's like, 
all right, let's say let's say we're all on a sinking ship right now. The the world is on a sinking ship. And I found access to lifeboats. Several lifeboats. Um uh, and I can take as many people with me as I can. Am I going to stay quiet about it or I'm going to be like, "Oh my gosh, we we had no hope. There was no hope, but now I have an opportunity." To, to bring people with me to these lifeboats, you know? And uh, when you look at it like that, it's like, man, uh, you have an opportunity to save lives. Um, and it's, and then even then, it's not even you. It, it's God working through you. So, like, yeah. I think when I when you adopt the concept that, one, God is the one who orchestrates it, and then that God is the one leading it, and he is also doing the work, um, you just sit back and just watch him watch them do it. So to, to answer that question, um, I think we need to understand that it starts with God. Um, it is powered by God. And ultimately, it ends with God because he gets the glory at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So bro, like, um, like you, you keep you, you said you pointed out something is like, man, if I have the knowledge that that there's these lifeboats, right? And yeah. they're like, hey, like, we know that the ship is sinking, like it's it's all going down, right? Um, but people are like, it's like think of the Titanic, right? It's like, man, like mm-hmm. be, imagine being on board that ship and like knowing that it's gonna hit an iceberg, right? It's all gonna go down. People are like, no, you're crazy. Like, no, like I know for a fact that it's all going down. People are like, no, like it's fine, live it up, party, drink, be merry, you know, be happy. Um, like it seems almost as if like now that um a lot of people don't um see or understand or even feel um the urgency of sharing the message that yo there's an iceberg um <laughs> there's an iceberg out there and we're going to hit it and it's all going to come down and um you know just the analogy of of just yo this is one day this is all going to pass away you know, mm. and the reality is, is that we're going to stand before God and give him an account, you know, and I can even just think about um, times in my life where I've lived that out so complacently. Um, but how do we, um, just as believers, live with that sense of urgency of sharing that in every aspect of our lives that, yo, like, there's an iceberg out there, but there's also lifeboats, like there's a chance to be saved. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing that my, my pastor said, and that, and that, that stuck with me, um, that like my pastors were, my pastors were telling me about how, you know, they, everything that we do, we have to give an answer to God for. Mm. So those people that we had an opportunity to give the lifeboat message too, and we didn't, we have to answer for that. Mm. And when, when they told me that, um, when my pastor told me that I like, that hit me, that hit me hard because I started immediately thinking about all the opportunities that I let pass me by, um, where I had an opportunity to give someone the gospel to talk about God. And that hurt, that hurt. Because it wasn't just it wasn't just like um, strangers. 
it was also people that I've I've known for years. Um, And it wasn't, and it wasn't like, oh, I was scared to talk about it. Sometimes, you know, when you're caught up in that moment, you it just goes over your head and you forget, um, which is not good. But when they told me that, when my pastor told me that, like I I froze. I sat there and a lot of people ran through my head, and I I. That night, I went to I went to God and I was like, I'm sorry, I am so sorry, and um, I don't want to be blind on the opportunity moving forward. Um, if I have a chance to connect with someone to give them the gospel, like I I, I need to step out and I need to do it, um, whether it be through social media, uh, whether it be face to face. Every every instrument that God has given me, I need to use. Um, to point to him so that's good that's good yes, yes. Amen. yeah bro so um, one of the questions that i asked you earlier is just like to kind of just share a little bit about um maybe a verse or a passage of scripture that's really been encouraging you in the season yeah well you know when you asked me that i had actually just shared something with my church yesterday um that like completely blew my mind so like when and I'm gonna use an analogy again, but it'll it'll make sense. Um hopefully. <laughs> so when you go to bed, like when when you go to sleep, when you have the intention to go to sleep, you grab a pillow mm. and put it under your head. There's people that just randomly just fall asleep anywhere that they didn't even know that they were falling asleep, they fell asleep. But when you grab a pillow, that means you actually you're trying to get comfortable. So you have the intention to fall asleep, right? Um, when the disciples were in the boat trying to get to the other side in the in Mark, uh, the storm started hitting, the winds were blowing, and the and the boat was starting to get filled up, and they were freaking out, and they ran to Jesus, and basically went up to him and was like, "Do you not care that that we're perishing?" And but when they found him, they found him on a pillow, <laughs> asleep. Like Jesus was intentionally sleeping. But before he went to sleep, he told them, we're gonna go to the other side. Mm. Like he told them that, he already answered it. Like we're gonna make it to the other side. So if Jesus already told us from the get-go that he's gonna get us to the other side, why would we go back and then in question him when things are starting to get rough? Um, so this year, I know for for many, uh, this year has already been hectic. It has already been crazy. We have already lost sight of of God's plan for us. Uh, we've already like have we have made the storm or the problems bigger than what who God is. We've made like that's that's honestly true. Like we we have a tendency of making problems much bigger than the one who can solve it. Um, and but we forgot that he had already told us that we're gonna make it to the other side. Mm. He already said it, and and we sit, we still go back and question him anyway, and say, "Don't you care that you see what I'm going through?" Um, so with that, I want to I, I use that as an encouragement to to anyone that's listening right now. Um, you see that storm before you. Remember that Jesus already told you about the other side, and, and go ahead and take a nap. 
Uh, and when I say take a nap, I'm, I'm, I'm actually talking about being intentional and trusting in him and leaning on him um, because he's going to get us through it and mm-hmm. he's got you. I think we see that um, that situation pop up so many times in scriptures. Like I, I also think of in uh, Numbers where um, the story of the 12 spies and God is like, this is the land mm. that I have for you, right? Like you guys are going to possess the land mm-hmm. and he sends out the spies, uh, Moses sends out the spies to go scout it out. And once they see that there's giants in the land, they're like, they get scared and like they come back and like there's exactly. no way we can get but it's like god said that it's yours you know in that same sense it's like man he said that you're going to get to the other side that you're going to get through it that it's going to be okay that hey like there's just these things that we see in scripture um that we can use to remind ourselves that look god will do what he said he would do he'll be faithful mm-hmm. um to his word and to his promises you know um that hey, no weapon formed against you uh, will prosper. All things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. You know, mm-hmm. so like when you're going through a difficult season, when you're going through a storm, right? You know that you have um, the Holy Spirit uh, inside you. You know that God um, will will get you through. Like these are things that we know, um, mm-hmm. but sometimes we don't always act on what we know. So, like, how do you hold fast to um, the truth of God's word, the truth of scripture um, in, in, uh, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the adversity? Like, how do you do that? Um, well, music has always been my avenue. Um, I have songs that constantly remind me um, when I'm going through those things. Um, but people too, God, God has placed a lot of people in my life um, that will smack me in the head. Um, and I, when I need to be smacked in the head, uh, my pastors, my friends, um, and sometimes God will use, God can use anything, um, anything and anyone. I have seen posts, uh, even a lot of posts that you have posted and I was like, dang, Dang, that was deep. Oh, that was, like there was that one post in particular. It spoke to me, and you didn't even say a word. That's the funniest thing. You didn't say a word in that post. You had static feedback. It was intentional. Oh yeah, I read yeah, the, yeah. yeah, and I read the caption. And I was like, oh, that's good. Can I? Um, um, yeah, let me share. Let me. Can I share about that real quick? Yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. So listen, bro. Like. That was one of the most frustrating, like, experiences, bro, like, legit. Um, I had given equipment away. I had given, like, um, one of the things that I'm passionate about, and it's not something that, like, I'm passionate about teaching people how to create um, mm-hmm. videos and content um, on social media. Um, so anybody that's interested in that, hit me up. I'll help you out. Um, but I had given some equipment away to a friend that was looking to uh, create some short video content for a page that we're starting. Um, and I thought that the equipment that I had was sufficient enough to get the job done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so as I was starting working on it, like I was going through the, the video and I was saying all this stuff and I was like, you know what I mean? It was like one of those, one of those um, 
one of those things uh, where, uh, like, I was like, I did a lot of takes and all that stuff, and then I finally got one that I liked, that specific one. And I go and, like, I transfer everything from my camera to my iPad. Um, and when I put it on my iPad, I was like, yo, there's no sound. Like, <laughs> there's no sound. Um, but in, in that moment, bro, and um, in that moment, I just felt the Lord saying, it's like, will you, will you do it? Will you continue to to speak when you continue to share when you continue to post when you will you do it even even if it feels like nobody hears you even if it feels like there there's there's no support even if it's like the people around you doesn't feel like they're giving you um the encouragement will you just do it because i called you to do it will you do it because um the affirmation comes from me and 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 not from them see sometimes we can sacrifice calling on the altar of affirmation and seeking it mm. from other people and not from Christ. You know what mm. I mean? Like when um when uh Jesus came, right? Uh and he was baptized by by John the Baptist. It wasn't John, you know, that um baptized Jesus that got everybody. It was Jesus saying like this is my son. Um God saying this is my son in whom I'm well pleased, you know what I mean? And like that's just like that was Jesus' attitude. He's like, I'm here to please my father. Like, I'm about my father's business. You know what I mean? Right. It's like the Pharisees are coming against me. Nah, like, like me and the father are one. You know, it's like, yo, that's that's my source of affirmation. That's my source um, of energy, my source of passion, my source of drive is to do the will of the father and bring glory to him. So, like, if you can't see me, if you can't hear me, you know, if God calls me to isolation, if God calls me to to you know delete all the social deleted like will you do it you know what i mean mm. and, um i think it's like just as bold um just as bold and um as loud and as daring and as creative as i can be um on the videos on social media i also have to be um in my private conversations and in my relationships that i have with other people um and like i just felt like like god was just like speaking to me so much uh in that moment and in that situation and i was just like all right god like you're going to you're asking me right now to post a silent video it was fire bro like the feedback i got bro like that was actually one of my most like um engaging posts that i've that i've ever posted it was and like even even the fact that people were like people were like I can't like DM me. They're like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And I'm like, nah, read the caption. And they're like, oh, <laughs> like you know, like it was just that. It was that. Um, it was it was dope. Um, and like, uh, you know, that's that's what that's what I really, um, desire to do. Um, mm. desire to help people, uh, see. Is that my sister's like? She said, "Yeah, that was me." <laughs> Where's the sound? <laughs> but um, yeah, that's one of the things that I've desired to do is to just inspire people to go um after all that God has called them to um and yeah. try to get more people um like you on here to have conversations um and about what God is doing in and through you and how um you're sharing 
uh, the gospel and inspiring other people to um, seek Jesus. Uh, yeah, man. So I know That's we'll end with this question, bro. Um, one of the things that we we talked about, uh, well, I, I had I told you that I was going to ask you about, uh, is how can we, um, yeah, take the gospel message, take Jesus uh, to our generation? You know, that just seems like it's so, um, what is the word? It's so countercultural to the direction that the culture is going and what people are believing. It seems that, you know, the message on surface level is losing value and people are, are, are mm-hmm. turning away from church, turning away from religion, turning away from um, Christ. Um, how can we, um, you know, still uh, engage this generation with the gospel? Um, one thing that I, I, I've always been taught this, um, but it wasn't until I actually, I actually used this concept with, with the at-risk youth, um, that I, I saw it click and it was that, and it's a very cliche old school saying that, you know, people don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm. Um, and I saw that in the lives of these, these youth that I was working with, you know, um, because these youth will size you up and they will do scare tactics just to see if you will stay and, um, and be, and be in the midst, you know, um, they have seen people come and go in their lives. So they're not going to give anyone the time of day to just think that they're going to come in and do whatever they want. So they do scare tactics to scare people. But when they see that you don't go anywhere and then you, that you actually care, um, then they open up. So, that in that same mindset, if you're going to someone and you want to reach to them with the gospel, if you're going to sit there and just throw and scripture at them left and right and throw fire and brimstone, you, it, it's going to be ineffective. Um, you know, you do everything in love. Uh, scripture says that, and scripture made that very clear. Um, you know, you are you're bankrupt without love, so you have to have that loving heart. Um, to even have an opportunity to make a connection. Um, now, granted, God can use anything for his glory. Um, what you intended to do and um, when you connected with someone and what God has, it could be totally different. But I know that um, if you have a desire to reach people and you are not one, uh, soaking yourself up in the gospel itself and learning uh, because it's not just it's not just head knowledge, um, it's heart knowledge. So you have to you have to apply that in your life. You can know the gospel all you want, and you can preach it all you want, but if you're not living it yourself, um, it's pointless. Um, and then you have to show that love uh, to people that you connect with, um, and that means doing life with them. Mm. Um, one, I have a friend, a uh, family member who family member. Very, very close. Cool. We're, we're cool. And he told me, um, you know, I can't associate, I can't be around them. You know, I'm going to preach to them and I'm going to talk to them, but like, I can't hang out with them. You know, they're living that lifestyle there. I can't do this. I can't, I, I, I can't be around them. And I was like, well, where are you going to go to reach them? Because that means you're expecting them to come to you or walk inside the four walls of the church. Um, but how would they know about the four walls of the church unless somebody tells them about the four walls. Uh, so you need to go out to them. 
you need to have lunch with them. Well, I'm not telling you to jump in and, 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 you know, participate in what they're participating in, but you have to live life with them, you know, um, food, fun, and fellowship. Um, those are the three F's in ministry, food, fun, and fellowship. You can go and have some food and have dinner with them, you know, chat with them, have laugh with them, fellowship with them. Um, like you have to do life with them in order to reach them. It, you can't just keep throwing books at them. Um, and this, in our generation today, you know, uh, it's a lot different from uh, the past. So you have to do a little more, a little more digging when it comes to connecting with them. But if God can use anything for his glory, uh, there, the sky is the limit when it comes to how you can reach and connect with people. So, yeah. like, I, I know people who are gamers and they are ministering, they're on live stream and they're connecting with people, they're connecting with these gamers and they are giving them the gospel. Um, like, one guy, his name is Pastor Savage. If you want, you guys want to follow Pastor Savage, he's, um, he's a youth pastor. He, he was from down here in Florida, but he's now in South Carolina and he is out there and he is ministering and he is. And he is destroying them in the games too. <laughs> so he don't play. He don't play around. But he's gonna, he's gonna give you the gospel. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like one of the things that I'm that I'm noticing, like the more and more I have conversations with people, is that like this generation does not want cool church. They don't want cool church. They don't want the lights. They don't want the show. They don't want the smoke. They don't want the the, the to go into church and have the nightclub feel what they want is community. it's not real what they want is uh is is connection like they want yeah to feel valued they want real leadership um responsibilities within the church and, then, and even if they don't desire to serve um in you know traditional church ministry they want to feel empowered in in the lane in the sphere in which god has called them to and sometimes i feel like yep. the church um can fail um at doing that and supporting people in the lanes that they feel called to um so people don't necessarily feel called to within the four walls of the church it doesn't mean that they don't serve in the church but that that the ministry that they feel called to um you know might be in the business world might be mm -hmm. um in the medical field it might be in the music industry mm -hmm. you know what i mean and um, they want to feel empowered and supported um, in those decisions and uh, not necessarily made it seem like, um, again, like, no, like, this is it. Like, if you really want to be a mature Christian or a mature believer or really serious about your faith, then this is where you have to be. This is where you have to be giving all your time and energy, right? Um, so, like... Yeah, so like that's one thing I'm like I'm really encouraged to see somebody like you who you know you're like you're doing your thing, uh, with the music, bro. Um, so I encourage you to keep it up, and if you could, uh, yeah, just share like, um, with everybody where they can follow you at, and uh, yeah, bro. So, um, Instagram PDJ Music. Um, I, I can they see my name right there? Um. PDJ music, they see that? Yeah, they can see it. All right. So that that is Twitter, that is Instagram, that is uh TikTok, that all is the same handle. Um and, uh 
Facebook, you can follow me um, at uh, Peterson G. Marie Music. Someone just told me to sing before I log off. <laughs> Bro, um, what would it? I was about to ask you, dog. I was about to, I was about to put you on the spot. I was going to ask you. Ah. Look, look, this is my show. <laughs> Can I have my thing? Oh. Please. <laughs> um, I, 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 if you want to go grab your guitar, we'll wait. We'll, 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 we'll stay right here. Um bro or something like i don't know like you do you can do what you want but oh yeah. you did that for real now yeah. i gotta go grab my guitar for real yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we'll stay everybody like <laughs> stay pd's gonna be right back oh my gosh all right fine all right give me a second put him on the spot yeah <laughs> no he did not this is great i'm loving it i'm loving this energy for the first show um thank you guys for um coming out uh and joining uh pd is actually going to be traveling tomorrow uh and performing at a youth conference i believe um so the way that i met pd um we actually met through my brother-in-law who lives in florida pd came up um and he he stayed here in lancaster pa um, and we just really connected. We just really vibe. Um, and the friendship um, it's kind of evolved long distance, but it's always been uh, it's always been genuine. It's always been a really great um connection. And you know, I I, I, I really consider him a brother. Um, and I'm I'm truly thankful to have him in my life and just somebody I can talk to and bounce things off from. Uh, Time to time and just really support um what he's doing. I should have wore his shirt for this interview, but uh I have a here from work. Um but yeah, if you wanna go find him, PJ music. Um and his music is definitely great. Uh right now he is working on a Creole album, which I'm excited for, but uh with that. Petey, it's all you. Take it away. Uh, so am I doing an original, a cover? What am I doing? Whatever your heart feels My goodness. Not the pressure. Not the pressure. All right. All right hold on. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. How did the guitar sound? Does that sound good? I can't tell from my end. Well, I mean, obviously, it sounds it sounds good out here, but I don't know how it sounds good, how it sounds on the recording. Your voice sounds fine. I can't really hear the guitar. But. All right. Give me a second. Let me see here. How's that? Okay, yeah. All right. All right. I, I want to sing this song. I think it's just something um for this year um, that it's evident that we need him. So um, this, you guys know the song. It's not mine. So, But I think just the hook of this song is really good um, to end with and just to start off the year with, so. I'm not enough unless you come. Will you meet me here again? Oh, all I want all you are. Will you meet me here again? 
was listening um was yeah just really blessed and encouraged by that so thank you for tuning in again uh that's pdj music go follow thank you god bless you guys